I need to kill something. Mother ignored the man on the big Harley. Luther Kemp was in love with the sound of his own voice, and these mutts who rode with him hung on Kemp's every word. Most of the crew were scumbags, ex-cons, drug dealers, sociopaths, and losers who had banded together in celebration of the collapse of the civilized society that had shown them nothing but scorn. Mother felt out of place with this bunch. He had been bouncing at a club in Cabo when everything went to shit. The phones were out, so he couldn't reach his sister or her family in California. He had stolen the old Kawasaki Vulcan out of some driveway and headed north. All it took was one encounter with a group of resurrected dead to convince him that traveling alone wasn't wise. After barely escaping, Mother hooked up with Kemp and his gang outside Mulehe, where they had been depleting the local tequila supply and sharing two whores. One of the bikers, an ex-cop named Foster, had a working sat phone. Mother had borrowed it and called Jennifer up in L.A. Once he knew she was safe, he was able to relax a little. He was in no hurry to get back to the States. In fact, he was in Mexico specifically to stay off the radar of U.S. law enforcement. Traveling with a cop, even if he was a former cop, made Mother jumpy. But for now, Luther and his gang were his best bet for survival. These eight men weren't Mother's first choice in traveling companions, but it was safer than riding solo. He was a large man and wore the disfiguring scars from many fights. There wasn't much he had ever feared. But this was a new world, and it contained more horror than Mother had ever imagined. Since Mulehe, the gang had gone north, close to the border, where they ran into another pack of the undead. They quickly headed south again, where they spent the last few months zigzagging across the country, drinking, whoring, and fighting off the zombie majority. He heard the crunch of gravel before someone smacked him on the back, hard enough to rattle his teeth. What do you say, mother? Up for some slaughter? He faced Luther Kemp. The leader of this loose-knit coalition of thugs was a handsome man who stood several inches over six feet, taller even than mother. His long blonde hair and deep tan gave him the look of an aging surfer. In the old world, the world before the green sky and animated dead, Kemp could have been a model or actor, as long as no one looked too closely into his eyes. A single glance at those cold blue orbs had been enough to tell Mother that Kemp was one crazy son of a bitch. But at least he was a sociopath who fought like a maniac. I'm just trying to stay alive, Luther, Mother said. If anything, or anybody, gets in my way, I'll do what I have to do, just like you. Kemp laughed, a shrill sound that abruptly ended when he felt the pistol press into his gut. One more thing, Mother added. Don't sneak up on me again. He lifted the pistol over his head so Kemp and the others could see it. You're a good man in a fight, but you need us a lot more than the other way around, amigo, Kemp said, unfazed by the lethal weapon in Mother's hand. Best not forget that. Kemp winked at Mother, turned and yelled at a fat Mexican. Pedro, let's guess him up. Pedro wasn't actually the Mexican's name but his true moniker was Mayan and consisted of several syllables and many consonants that got tied up on your tongue. So now he was Pedro. He didn't seem to mind. If that constant smile on his face meant he didn't mind. On his bike, he carried a rolled-up piece of garden hose for siphoning gas. Kemp said Pedro liked the taste. Pedro didn't say anything. He just kept on smiling, even when he was sucking hose. They had been taking what fuel they could from abandoned vehicles along the roads, but here on the outskirts of San Felipe, 
they had discovered an empty gas station. Water was more important, but gas was important too. They were a biker gang, after all. It wouldn't do for them to wander around the arid deserts of Mexico in just their motorcycle boots. While Pedro squatted by the steel cap that covered the gas tanks, Kemp sent Foster ahead to scout for trouble. Two weeks ago, while the fat man siphoned gas from an old station wagon, three zombies had wandered upon the group. They had almost died for it. Two of them, a black man called Hoops and a former drug dealer named Castillo, were bitten. Foster had dropped one of the zombies with a shot from his Glock. Pedro turned the hose on another, coating the monster in gasoline. Trey, the quiet one of the bunch, lit his Zippo and tossed it. The decomposing man ignited with a whoosh and wandered down the highway, flailing its arms until it collapsed a hundred yards away. Mother tackled the third zombie around the legs. When it hit the asphalt, he pinned it down while Kemp stomped its skull into a pulpy mess. That had been disgusting, but Kemp seemed to have a pretty good time doing it.